Before we get started, a quick message on how to protect your family. We all know the next big one is coming. They're masking everybody up and they just approved the new vaccines, testing them only on 20 mice. Yes, it's a joke, literally. The medical establishment is not to be trusted until things change. So how do you protect your family? If you go to twc.health forward slash CDM, you can see their new emergency medical kit. It has a group of medications that will protect your family in most emergencies medically. Anything from a tick bite to the new COVID to bubonic plague and other things like that. So go to twc.health forward slash CDM, use promo code CDM, and you'll get a 10% discount. The kit basically covers one adult, so you may need to buy more. twc.health forward slash CDM. Thank you. It is necessary to investigate before legislating. But the line between investigating and persecuting is a very fine one. The investigators tell us it seems the suspect was going to pass them, then turned and fired. Christine, Laura, what you're seeing behind me is one of multiple locations. Arise to support the impeachment of President Donald J. Trump. And I'm about to talk to him about allegations that he was involved with prostitutes in Moscow and that the Russians taped it and have leverage over him. We were lucky enough to have some time with Mary Holland, uh, who is the president of Children's Health Defense. Uh, Mary, welcome to the show. Thanks for coming on. Thank you, Todd. Pleasure to be here. Well, you're a long-term friend of CDM, and we really appreciate CHD's uh, support of, of our network. And... Uh, Look, there's a lot going on. I was telling you before this, there's a fire hose of information. But one thing that stands out really uh, to people right now is the shots are back. So you're holding a conference in December or uh, November, which we'll talk about in a bit. But talk to us about the, the new round of shots, yeah. why people should be concerned. I'm just yeah. going to let you. Sure. Todd, I think I think mm -hmm. we were sounding. So Children's Health Defense. Mm -hmm. um, its mission is to end the epidemics of chronic childhood disease. Mm -hmm. And we believe, and to stop the, to hold the, um, those who are accountable, responsible, responsible, accountable, and it put in place safeguards. And that was our mm -hmm. mission long before the COVID um, scenario. Um, but when COVID <clears throat> unfolded, we needed to get involved in the shots for the whole population and also in the issue of censorship, because the censorship about medical information around the shots was just so important. So yeah. we sounded the alarm well before these shots came on the market, which was December 2020. And we said there's inadequate testing. It typically, Todd, takes mm -hmm. 10 to 20 years to put a vaccine on the recommended childhood schedule. And they tried to do this within a matter of months. And mm -hmm. it was very clear before the shots came on the market that there would be problems with anaphylactic shock in particular because there are materials in the lipid nanoparticles that um, polyethylene glycol to which many people have allergies in the United States. It was mm -hmm. absolutely obvious before it went on the market. There was also serious concerns about what we typically see with vaccine injuries, Todd. We typically often see neurological harms like Guillain-Barre, people getting paralysis. We typically mm -hmm. see autoimmune disorders like rheumatoid arthritis, like lupus, like autoimmune encephalitis. And then we sometimes with vaccines see cardiac problems. But once these things came on the market, Todd, right away, right away, by January, February 2021, they knew that these were astronomically 
uh, injurious. Um, mm -hmm. And we now know from the clinical trial data from Pfizer that we got through, that ICANN, another sister mm -hmm. organization, got through Freedom of Information Act. And we started to see it anecdotally, right? So we started publishing Children's Health Defense. We have a daily free newsletter. We started publishing accounts of doctors who got it and who died immediately, or mm -hmm. people who would go into shock, or Bobby Kennedy, our founder, wrote a piece about Hank Aarons, the baseball star who mm -hmm. took who died 17 years days later. And, and Bobby Kennedy didn't say that it was caused by the shot, but he made the connection that this man had just been <clears throat> to encourage vaccination. Mm -hmm. So we've known, so Children's Health Defense and many other organizations, World Council for Health and other America, uh, the Association of American Physicians and Surgeons, we've all been calling now for years and litigating saying, stop these shots take them off the market. Mm -hmm. These are unlike Todd. These are not like other vaccines. And one of the many telltale signs that there's something very, very wrong here is literally the FDA had to redefine vaccines to call these products vaccines. These are not products that induce a response that protects you from infection or transmission. These are actually gene therapy products that have been reclassified as a vaccine. Why? Because once they're reclassified as a vaccine, they have extraordinary liability protection. The manufacturer mm -hmm. has protection, the healthcare providers have protection, and the government. <clears throat> So these are not true vaccines. These are gene therapy products. What we have learned, Todd, I think definitively in the last three years is that this messenger RNA platform that they're now trying to use for everything, vaccines okay. for cancer, vaccines for you know obesity, vaccines for schizophrenia, everything. This mRNA technology, which cause it's an instruction manual that gets sent to your cells for your cells to produce the mm. antibodies to the spike protein or whatever else it is. In essence, Todd, these are instruction packets to cause autoimmune conditions. Your own body attacks. Well, the spike protein is a toxin, right? So you, your body is a toxin attacks and your yeah. body then produces it and your body attacks it. So mm. there's always going, this is a very, very hazardous technology. It's mm -hmm. always going to have problems. That's the best medical research and analysis that I've <clears> read. <throat> this is a dangerous technology. So I, the most recent round, Todd, that the FDA just authorized for, um, for very young people, six months to age 11, and they approved it. So the, the, the FDA approved it for 12 and up. This is allegedly <laughs> a booster a new booster, which is targeting what they call the variant XBB15. Why this is crazy, Todd, is because th the whole concept of vaccinating into a pandemic is pretty crazy. Why? Yeah. Because you're, you're putting ecological pressure on this virus to mutate. So even now, Todd, this variant, they say XBB15, it's 3% of the infections. Likely mm -hmm. that's going to disappear, be extinct very soon. And there's going to be some new variant for which <clears> this <throat> has no impact. And what we've seen, and this is from Cleveland Clinic, Todd, this is mm -hmm. mainstream medicine. 
that the more of these shots you take, the more likely you are to get COVID. We yeah. also see really disastrous side effects from these shots. And we see cardiac issues, we see neurological issues, we see autoimmune disorder issues, we see blood clotting. And it's really troubling. So I mentioned to you before we got on, I was just watching yesterday a speech that Dr. Peter McCullough, an eminent cardiologist and epidemiologist, <laughs> just gave in the European Parliament. And he points out that, it, well, he's calling for these shots to be taken off the market. He points out that likely COVID, we now know from Freedom of Information, did escape from a lab in Wuhan. We know this is the result of American-Chinese collaboration on, frankly, what is bioweapons research. We yeah. call it gain of function, but it's bioweapons research. And we know from Freedom of Information Act that, that very high-level people who are now associated with the U.S. and World Health Organization planning, Dr. Fauci, Dr. Collins, Dr. Farrar, they were all in on what was explicitly a cover-up to hide the fact that this came from a lab. So we have, that's phase one or the first wave of this epidemic and people died from COVID. There's no question about that, especially early on when it was a very virulent strain. Right. But then people are dying from these shots. And as Dr. McCullough points out, and, and I believe more research needs to be done on this. 30% of people have no issues in getting these shots. Is, well, a lot of them were placebos, right? I mean, they, well, we they don't, think, yeah, we don't we know. Think. We, we don't know that definitively, Tom, yeah. but there's, Todd, but there's real questions about that, right? I mean, the, qu like, the possibility is they were the doing a big, a big clinical trial, right? I mean, we know that yeah. these, these products mm -hmm. were rolled out even now primarily mm -hmm. these are called emergency use authorization only. These are mm -hmm. EUA products. They are explicitly experimental. We have all been enlisted in a, in a huge medical experiment, which we mm -hmm. know is prohibited by the Nuremberg right. uh, Declaration coming out of World War II, unless people have complete information and explicitly- No informed consent. Don't give yeah. us the full information. So right. everybody has been unethically, in my opinion, unethically enrolled in a clinical trial. But 30% mm -hmm. of people seem to have no <laughs> all. 70% of people have kind of modest um, effects, but within that 70%, 4% of people are, have, you know, severe or deathly side effects and 7% have really severe ones. And this mm -hmm. is from like the V-safe data that the U.S. government, this is really important, Todd. The FDA created an app, an application on people's cell phones called V-safe. Mm -hmm. And people were connected who had cell phones to ask about their report, you know, about what happened to them after the shot. Well, they got 10 million people to sign up and 7.7% of those adverse effects were severe. That's yeah. an extraordinary rate. We've never seen that before. And what's even more shocking, Todd, is in June, the FDA, with this high level of injuries being reported, they closed down V-Safe. <laughs> and put it on the childhood vaccination schedule. Uh, well, yes, to, yeah. they've recommended it for yeah. the child. Yeah. The CDC has recommended it for the childhood schedule, but they've stopped even taking in reports of adverse events in the best, most sort of immediate. We still have this vaccine adverse event reporting system, which yeah. is a terrible reporting. Archaic, yeah. Very archaic. And we, mm -hmm. we know that they're not really accurately, um, they're not putting up all the information. Well, even so, that data shows horrific. Even that, even yeah. that data, it, it's unprecedented. Mm -hmm. it, it shows that there's over a million reported injuries. We know that historically, Todd, that's about 1% of injuries. So... You know, the good news is the only good news, in my opinion, is that for the last boost for, for the last booster before this one that they've just rolled out, only 17 percent of people went to get it. 
Mm -hmm. Total in the U.S., it's about 75% of people took COVID shots. So we're down to 17%. I think that people aren't going to go get this. And now the government isn't paying for it anymore. It's not free. People have to get it you know, either covered by their insurance. Not every insurance covers it. Otherwise, you're charged a couple hundred dollars. I think the uptake is going to be very low. Mm -hmm. And I am incredibly grateful for that mm -hmm. because I really think these shots are are unethical. I think we don't really know what they do. And I think they're obviously highly injurious. Well, I remember a conversation we had an interview we had, I don't know, a year and a half ago, two years ago, when they were starting to give it to children. And you said, unfortunately, kids are going to die. And that's the only thing that's going to wake up parents. And that's exactly what happened. And, 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 <clears throat> and children have died. <laughs> A number of children have died. I just did um, a Twitter Spaces with Ernest Ramirez, who's on Twitter Spaces, yes. and you know his 16-year-old son, you know, in the flower of youth, a wonderful young man, you know, died. That's a horrific I, story. Yeah, it's horrifying. Mm -hmm. Kids are dying, and and a slight success story, in my view, Todd, is because of advocacy from Children's Health Defense and so many other groups. Mm -hmm. It's not on a single public school schedule anywhere in the country. Um, that's a result of advocacy because mm -hmm. Dr. Fauci and Biden and the whole phalanx, Pfizer, they wanted this to be on the child. They wanted this to be compulsory in a number of states, certainly by 2021 or by 2022. And here we are approaching the end of 2023. And there's not a single state, not California. Connecticut or, really wants to do it. Though. <laughs> oh, I know. God. You know, Connecticut, Maine, you know, the usual suspects. Um, these one party states are very mm -hmm. dangerous. One party mm -hmm. states are inherently dangerous. And these are the ones that have really been putting in place very draconian measures. But even that has not succeeded. And I don't know if you know, last week there was oral argument in the Ninth Circuit Court of Appeal. So arguably the most liberal circuit in the United States. And it was a case uh, brought by the Health Freedom Defense Fund, a sister organization, against um, the Los Angeles Unified School District because mm -hmm. they had tried to impose a mandate. And literally, these appeals court, federal appeals court judges were shocked that they were still attempting, that they were still arguing this case when we know these shots don't stop transmission and don't stop infection. On what basis, you know, because it's good for your health? Well, then, <laughs> you know, are you going to outlaw cigarettes? Are you going to outlaw alcohol? We've been down that road. It doesn't yeah. work. Yeah. So the good news is, is now that things have progressed for a couple of years, the courts are finally becoming a lot more skeptical about what has just gone on. An appeals court just told the FDA that was suppressing the use of ivermectin and mm. effect repurposed drug against COVID, the, the court just said, mm -hmm. hey, you're practicing medicine. You can't do that. Mm -hmm. So there are some good signs. Um, but Todd, it's still we're still in a very dangerous time. I mean, these shots are very dangerous. So and the new one they're rolling out is for this new variant, but it hasn't been tested. People should know that, right? I mean, it's, it's only so one of the most dangerous things that's happened in the last few years. I believe this was June 2022. FDA adopted a new framework which allowed them to skip animal testing. Well, I'm sorry, to skip human testing, only do animal testing. <clears throat> Literally, my understanding, Todd, is that the clinical trial for this new Pfizer booster was done on 20 mice. I mean, this is, this is a sick joke. It's truly yeah. a sick joke. The idea that you're going to attempt to, to vaccinate millions of people around the country and the world with something that was tested on 20 mice. I mean, 
I, I can't even begin to say how outrageous that is. This is beyond, it, 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 it's not, one has to wonder what is this, what is, what is really going on? Yeah, this sure. is beyond an experiment. This is just, um, I, I, it's some outrageous. other agenda. There's, yeah. there's gotta be some other agenda. You know, when you put all these things together that have happened in the last over three years, Todd, I personally cannot see this as just, you know, one error after another, one mistake after another, given the scope of the death and injury we've seen, the fact that no government in the world has definitively said stop is remarkable. But some countries in Europe, such as Denmark, they're not recommending these shots for anybody under 50, right? So there are some countries that have put in place some guidance that says young people shouldn't get this, right? Mm -hmm. The rate for young men of getting myocarditis, a cardiac problem, cardiac arrest is very high. So some countries have pushed back some, but this should worldwide it be declared a disaster, a, yeah. an extraordinary man-made disaster. We should be investigating this for real and we should be stopping all these shots. Hopefully we'll get to that point. So talk to us about COVID. They're trying to bring this back, right? I mean, the masks, masks don't work, right? I mean, so the good news again, <laughs> the good news again mm -hmm. is that one of the phrases right. I've learned in the last three years is courts follow culture, right? Mm. So, and, 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 even even the media, as as bad as it's been, as terrible overall the mainstream media has been in the last three years, it's starting to follow culture. So mm -hmm. there was just a meta analysis done by the Cochrane Collaboration, really uh, the the sort of the star group in in mainstream medicine for mm -hmm. meta analyses, really looking at. So I think they looked at. I don't know how many mask studies, Todd, but they looked at all of the major mask studies and they basically said there's zero evidence that these things work. Yeah. And this was even presented to Dr. Fauci in a clip I watched last week. And even he said, well, you know, maybe it doesn't show it on a population basis. I mean, there's no evidence these things work. It's clear that there have been efforts already to bring them back. It's, mm -hmm. a, it's a form of social control. It's a form mm -hmm. of monitoring compliance. But I'm very happy to say they imposed a mask mandate at a big health maintenance organization, Kaiser Permanente. Within a week, the mandate had been retracted. They imposed it at Lionsgate, a Hollywood production country company, very much you know in the narrative. Within yeah. a week, they had to retract it. So I think, again, that people... Um, do have some common sense. And I think people know that they don't work. And if somebody wants to wear a mask, Todd, you know, more power to them. I yeah. don't care. It's fine. But to impose that on other people, I don't think that's going to work again. And I think that parents were awesome at school board meetings, pushing back of this is child abuse. You cannot do this to my two-year-old or my three-year-old. You know, Dr. Ryan Cole told us a story <clears throat> at an event we did and he was in an airport and there was a young woman next to him all masked up. And he looked at her and said, you know, I'm a doctor. I give you permission to take that off. And he kind of watched her and she slowly took it off. Yeah. So, I mean, we just have to tell people. Yeah, I agree. With you. I mean, I was with Dell Bigtree recently and he mm -hmm. said he was sitting next to somebody on an airplane and he explained that, you know, it doesn't really work. And and basically we are training our bodies and our immune systems all the time. And if you're not, even if it works, then you're at some point in the future going to be a lot more vulnerable. Right. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, and that person also sort of took off the mask. People yeah. don't want to wear masks, Todd. No, it, it's horrible. There, there's a, there was a very good video. Especially I children. <laughs> it's awful. It's yeah. absolutely awful. There was a video I watched very early on in the pandemic. Um, 
I'm forgetting the name mm. of the video platform, but masks are historically used um, in cultures around the world for transitional periods, right? Mm. It's used to sort of say, we're not in the old world, we're not in the new world yet. We're in this kind of masked time. We're behind the veil, like mm. a wedding, you know, you're behind mm. the veil and then you, you, you take the veil off. Mm -hmm. So it is absolutely a kind of cultural indoctrination, mm -hmm. a visible piece of clothes. It's a ritualistic object that does serve a purpose, which is to say we're not in the old world anymore and we haven't entered the new world. And I think mm -hmm. that's really the underlying, they clearly don't work medically. Yeah. So that, in my <clears throat> mind, must be the underlying reason to, to, to forecast, to show to people, to illustrate we're in this transition to the new world, the brave new world of 2030, blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. So you're having a conference, a conference November 4th in Savannah, Georgia. This is the Georgia show. You can go, people can go to the top of our site. There's a banner. You can click and go in and check out the conference. Talk, talk to us about that. What's your goal and, and who's going to Yeah, well, you know, one of the things that I missed so much during the pandemic was just being together with people. It's such yeah. a thrill. It's so energizing to be with people with whom you share ideas and you share a mission, which is to stop this craziness and restore our constitution and our civil liberties. And so the conference is going to do that. So it's November 3rd to 5th in Savannah, Georgia. And we um, have an incredible lineup of speakers, um, including Robert F. Kennedy Jr., who is a candidate for president right now. But we also have many different doctors. We have lawyers. We have advocates. We have people coming from all over the country who work in our chapters. And you can look at the lineup. You can look at the schedule. Um, it's going to be fun. It's going to be uh, enlivening. We're going to learn a lot. Um, I'm going to be there and, you know, really looking forward to meeting people. And uh, it's one of the highlights is Dr. Suzanne Humphreys, who wrote the book called Dissolving Illusions, which is a very important historical look at all of the major vaccines, smallpox, polio, and so on. She has not um, spoken publicly in five years. Mm. She wrote on the Vax bust with Polly Tommy, who works with Children's Health Defense TV. Suzanne Humphreys will be lecturing, which is going to be, a, among others, a, a highlight. Um, but it's going to be a really fun event. It's um, and you're going to learn a lot and uh, it's going to be energizing. And I wish, Todd, that we could say, thank God the pandemic is over. The emergency's over. Um, you know, we can all sort of go back to sleep. Um, that's really not an option, Todd. Yeah, this, no, we have to protect because they're trying to do it again. They're, they're going to do it again. Mm -hmm. And it, that was really just a kind of a, a that was a, a rehearsal. Mm -hmm. um, we are up against global organizations, corporations, governments, that um, entities uh, that really do want to create a one world government. And, mm -hmm. and I'm not inherently opposed to the notion of international cooperation. Far from it. I mm -hmm. studied international law. I've lived outside the United States for many years. I'm all for international collaboration, cooperation, but not at the expense of democracy. The best system or human freedom or human yeah. freedom, not yeah. at the expense of freedom and democracy and human rights. What we need is from the bottom up collaboration. Yes. Yes. But it's one world thing that they're doing with One Health mm -hmm. and using the World Health Organization as the fulcrum and identifying these sustainable development goals for 2030. What this really will do is essentially create a kind of one world tyrannical government in a fusion of 
corporate power with governments, but really the corporations are running the show and it will involve fascism. Yeah. Fascism. fascism. It's yeah. absolutely, it's a, it, but it's sort of communist, it's communo fascism. Yeah. It's a mixture. It elements yeah. literally from both the Stalinist and Hitler regimes. It melds them together. Mm -hmm. It gives it a pretty face of altruism and sustainability. And it, it gives it all this kind of one health and we're one with the plants and the animals. Um, but underneath it all is a 24-7 surveillance system, digital ID, compulsory coerced medicine, and it's wrong. All that we have to look at over the last three years is all the things that the World Health Organization got wrong, declaring the pandemic, mm -hmm. declaring that, you know, everything is fine in China, then sort of whitewashing, uh, doing a false investigation. Uh, telling people that they should be taking these shots that turned out to be deadly. They have been absolutely wrong at every step throughout the pandemic. There's real questions about the secretary general, you know, Dr. Ted Rose, who's not a medical doctor. Right. We do not want, we do not, he's a terrorist. From yeah. The, yeah. We do not want the World Health Organization in charge of world government. And that is really the plan, Todd. So, mm -hmm. you know, Dr. McCullough and others and, and Children's Health Defense, we are saying we have to exit the WHO, for which sure. I, I think is very sad. It, it, there, there is a role for international collaboration and organizations where people exchange views and by true a collaboration mm -hmm. come to a, a joint endeavors. But that's not this. This is really being paid for overwhelmingly by major corporations, pharmaceutical corporations, by the telecom industry, mm -hmm. um, by food industry, big ag industries. And this is not about our health. This is about control. And this is about Looking ahead, Todd, I mean, we do know, and I'm sure you cover it at CD Media, we are, we are going to run out of fossil fuels. Mm -hmm. We are reaching some endpoints to the way that we've been living for many decades. And I think the powers that be, uh, you know, in Europe in particular, the pension funds are dry. Uh, the, the, we're not going to be able to carry on in the way that we have very soon. And I think that what the powers that be want to do is using artificial intelligence, using surveillance systems. They want to clamp everybody down literally on a worldwide basis so that when things really do hit the spiral skin, out of control, yeah. when things really are going to get rough, and I think we can anticipate things are going to get rough in the next 10 years, mm -hmm. they will be able to control things. And if there are dissidents, they will literally be able to starve you because you won't be able to use your money. You, If yeah. you don't go get your shot and it's not updated on the digital ID, well, we'll starve you to death. We will, yeah. we will make sure you have no money. They want to have this control in, an, in anticipation of what our absolutely expected big shocks to the way that it, particularly the developed world has lived in the last 50 years or 75 years since World War II. Well, and when in reality, the flip side is what works human, you know, innovation and, and free markets right. will, what right. will drive us 100%. out of that. A hundred percent. What yeah. will get us out of this is innovation. It's collaboration. Mm -hmm. It is, mm -hmm. you know, um, it, you know, we have these, these tools, the internet, Todd, we're on the internet now. These tools are so incredible, right? Yeah. Email, the internet, the ability for us to have democratizing forces, to yeah. have innovation, to have collaboration on, you know, all over the world at the same time. It's amazing. You know, these video platforms that mm -hmm. really didn't 
exist several no, years. Sure, ago. sure. I mean, it's amazing what we can do on the upside. And yet it's, you know, tragic to see that a lot of these technologies are right now being used on the downside for censorship, for control, for surveillance, for uh, interventions, for, you know, getting under the skin, for profit motive above human health, human freedom. Um, you know, human love, if you will. It's, yeah. you know, this has been a this has been an agenda of isolation and 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 separation and and fueling hatred over all kinds of different issues that, frankly, are ancillary. This yeah. is really about the ninety nine percent versus the one percent. I mean, or for the sure. one percent. One one great example of that I saw recently is that you know in the Ukraine they've killed a half million people, slaughtered, and they're trying to make that into good thing. They're saying we're going to take these bodies. Right. Put them in the ground in green Ukraine, and it's such a good thing that's happening. <laughs> My God! You know, I was just thinking, <laughs> you know, the the, the address yesterday uh, at the yeah. UN by our, you know President Biden. You know, it, it's just a perpetual war vision. It really yeah. is a perpetual war vision, and yeah. it's tragic. You know, at, at the expense of, you know, hundreds of thousands of young, beautiful lives yeah. on both sides. Definitely. Or, or ruin forever. We, we you know, it, it, yeah. it, it's a tragedy what's happening in Ukraine. It's absolutely a tragedy and it needs to stop in my personal view. I agree. Thank you for your time, Mary. Really Thank appreciate you, it. I know you're busy. Take Thank care. You. Bye. Take care.